Now, James, I've got a question for you. When you're going on a very long trip somewhere to a bike meeting, you've got all your bikes in the back, you've got all your tools, you've got all your shit, what is one thing that you need to make sure of when you're going on a long bike trip somewhere? Well, you need reliability in your car, don't you? 100%. And speaking of reliability, your van, right, it needs to be in the best nick, it needs to be well looked after, like a well-oiled machine. Sort of like you. You're like a well-oiled machine. I am. You know, I, when you walk and when you run, I can hear all the nuts and <laughs> bolts and the screws and everything. It's just it's just one. It all works together. It, it does work together. So I, I definitely think that, yeah, when you're setting out on these long trips, you need to have peace of mind. One less thing to worry about. One less thing to worry Bike about. Bike needs to make the meeting and the yes. van needs to make the trip. Exactly. And you need to get home. Yes. So one thing that I know for sure is that UltraTune at Toronto have some of the best mechanics in the business to make sure our vans and our cars, whether you're driving a car or a van, they need to be reliable. Absolutely. That van can only, if only those walls could talk. I'm going to burn it when I'm finished with it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get the UV light in all those walls. That was torture. Yeah, that's torture. <laughs> but in all seriousness, get down to UltraTune Toronto. Uh, talk to Adam there. Uh, get, your, get your cars, your vehicles, your vans. Get everything looked after because there's nothing worse than getting halfway to a track. and You've broken down. You just think, why didn't I go to UltraTune Toronto? Get your shit sorted. Make smart decisions. You want to make those smart choices. Don't be an idiot. No, don't be an idiot. Do things the right way with Altitude Toronto. everyone welcome back to the latest episode of the heat on motorsports podcast uh coming up on today episodes i've got uh the mayor of blackwood park himself uh toronto's finest uh mitchell clough um, talking about his story how he got into the sport uh we'll be just dissecting his 2023 season with chester hover he's got a um, a, a quite a fantastic year, uh, and he's only growing uh, every single race in the sport. Fantastic chat with Mitch. He was talking a lot in this episode about trying to get into the UK, um, uh, getting signed there in the UK, but he has no visa due to not finishing top four in a um, state title in Australia. Well, uh, I'm recording this little message now uh, after his uh, round at the Victorian State Titles and he did finish in the top four. So, uh, yeah, this uh, interview was prior to that. So he has now made the top four. He's eligible now for a UK visa. Um, you know, I'm biased. I think he's a fantastic bloke, fantastic rider. Uh, he's from my hometown, grew up two minutes from me. Um, you know, if there's any... UK clubs out there uh, listening to Heat One Motorsports, 
give him a call, uh, get him over to the UK. He's only going to improve on the UK tracks. Um, fantastic, fantastic rider. So anyways, guys, I uh, hope you really enjoy my interview. Uh, here is Mitchell Clough. What's been <laughs> happening, brother? Not much, bro. Yeah, no, I love it. Getting on here, have a, have a yarn, talk about some things, and no, I, like, I love this stuff. It's good, eh? And it's the fucking best sport in the world. Okay. Something about Speedway, mate. Uh, can't get enough of it. What was it? The hidden treasure of mm. the world. It, that's the world's best kept secret. The world's best kept secret. Exactly. I don't understand how it's not bigger than what it is. Hectic. So many people you just of my friends I show it to and they just watch a race and they just go, Why have I never seen that before? Yeah. Like it's absolutely insane. Mm. I um like we were just talking then before we started recording about um Jack Holder. I had him on uh, a couple of weeks ago and he got a little bit of airtime on NBN. When he, when he won the Aussie title. Ridic- like about 30 seconds worth. Ridiculous, hey. And it's like, man, these guys are household names in Poland. Yeah. Even yourself, mate. Yeah. Household names in Poland. Like it's just, it's criminal that our Aussie boys, like yourself, is just, you come home. But it must be a good thing though that you can just walk down it's, the shops, the funny, do your own groceries. That's the funny thing. Like I had a lot of my mates there this year. Mm. And like, you know, they would just come to see everything and they they couldn't get their head around it like, you could just walk in the city and people would ask for a photo and yeah. they want to like just see ya and then you come back to Australia and you just and every day you go to work. Yeah. You know, you go it's down just the main, another go, bloke. Yeah, yeah, literally just another number on this walking down the road. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's sad to see, but mm. you know, like our own country I'm sure, you know, they could do it like a you you used to do a weekly wrap up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the NBN News could do the Newcastle Hunter Boys, and mm. obviously all around Australia have got their own compo- mm. like NBN areas, and they can yeah. do their reports. But there's nothing that stops them nah. from, from just going, "Hey, Jack Aldis just scored 15 points in the extra league, or yeah. Jack Aldis just finished third in the Grand Prix. Yeah, at least the Grand Prix. Yeah." Doesn't matter about the small league, smaller mm. leagues, but I think from memory, Doily probably does get the most attention here because he is a Belmont, bo- uh, Belmont or Cardiff. He's from around here. Well, anyway. I think also because he's got that world championship yeah, under his belt, hundred percent. I think that that definitely helps. Mm. But um, mate, I, we had you on as a co-host a couple of weeks ago, but now I want to get your story, your career. I want to I want to pick your brains about how you got started and all that crap. But before we do. I want to ask your opinion. How did you find your season this year with Chester Hover? Good, bad? Was it a pass mark? Was it an A plus? Was it a D minus? Well, going off how it looked like it was going to be in January, uh, I couldn't have asked for a better season. Yeah, okay. you know, like there was a good point in January where I didn't even know if I could get a run in before with yep. the, with my injury. Didn't know what how it was going to. I kind of just went over there with a lot of hope and just determination and yeah i think i just grabbed it and mm-hmm. i don't know it's it definitely i'm stoked with it you know i couldn't have asked for a, a better season and but i've still got something to work on for ne- next year it's yeah. not i wouldn't say i was completely satisfied mm-hmm. but um doubled my average and yeah so i can't complain step in the right direction yeah for sure and you know, you had a, a good, like, you had a bit of a purple patch there where you were scoring some hectic points uh, in a row, and that sort of led you to sign in a short term contract with Valsana. Is that right? Hagfors, yeah. yeah, in the uh, Swedish second division. What was that like to, to, you've been in Poland now for two years, and you sort of you start to make your way into other countries, riding for other clubs? That must have been pretty cool. It was. That was like a big eye opener. Like, our team captain was Antonio Lindback. Yep. 
and um, that's mad. Yeah, a few races, mm. you know, where I was just side by side, and even just watching him from the pits, just going like. He's crazy. Like, mm. he's... He is a dude. Like, he is an absolute top. Like. Man, the way he gets around Valsana home track. Yeah. Oh, it is... Worshipped like, over there, I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it was crazy. And um, just had his, his advice, you know, and mm. the way he, how he acts as a team leader. And I try to take pointers from Antonio and then even Leon Madsen. Yeah. He's um, the senior captain. Yep. And I try to get pointers off them, and then I try to take that to the under-24 league. Yeah. And I try to stand up and, you know, do what they do in these leagues, mm. and I try to do that for my team. And I think I did that this year, and I, I think I definitely helped the boys score mm. some points. And, and uh, I saw you had your first paid maximum this year. Mate, how did that feel? Oh, it was um, – yeah, that was that was a very cool moment. Um, I, I, it was one of those meetings where I was on fire mm. – and there was two other boys that were on. We were all on twelve points after our heats. Yep. And I just come off gate four. I think I remember sending you a message. Yep. And I um, yeah, I just done done it from heat four, uh, gate four, against their number one rider. Yeah. Okay. And I, I nailed it. Was it against Rotslav? Rotslav. Yeah. yeah. So they had that. I think his name was Lucas Feinhager. Feinhager. Yep. Yep. So he was. A, he's a world long track champion. German fella. Yeah. 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 So he he's quite good on the bike. I think his average over the season was pretty good too. Was Was Luke Colleen also in that? Side? Yeah, I believe he was. Yeah, too, wasn't I think he? I don't think he had a good day that day. Yeah, but right. our track's like not the best to just turn up and you got to know how you got to really ride it really aggressive. Yeah, okay. So um, yeah, and so I come off that. I think I was in heat thirteen, so it was just nominated to go, and I won that. And I just come in. And I said straight to him. I said heat fifteen, gate four. Put me in, I'll coach. Do it. I'll put do me it. in. And, and they turned around and said, "We're going to put you in heat fourteen after like the track water and yeah. gate one." Right. And I just looked at him and I was like, "It's the opposite of what you wanted." Literally, like <laughs> I, I I ride at number five because I, I'm not a fan of going out after track service. Right. So we work like that. I don't. I only get one race after track service on home meeting and none on away meeting. Right. So they've done this and I've gone. You're trying to. Like, I'm not going to, like, I, I still believed in myself. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, put me in 15 off gate four and yeah, it's going to happen. But then I just had to forget about it and I was like, whatever. I'm just going to do it from four, um, 14 off gate one. Yeah. And, yeah, it was. I just made the gate and, yeah, just a cool feeling. Yeah. On that last lap, just went a little bit tight in the arms and yeah, a little bit yeah, stiff. Yeah. Like, I almost crashed. Yeah. Not because I was tired or anything, but I think it was because I, well, I knew that what was like what was in front of me. Like yeah. I was about to do my first ever maximum, and <coughs> I went into the last corner. And I remember just going down the back straight, going like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." <laughs> don't fuck. Yeah, hell. I, that's all I was yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. and it was you know that's probably one of the worst things to do. You know, you don't want to mm. do that, but it was good to get it out of the way. And yeah. I was so close a few other times in the Lesno meeting, yeah, um, the Lublin meeting yep. before that. I think I, those two meetings I did. Um, I only lost one race and I had a bike failure yep. when I was leading the other race. So I almost did two meetings unbeaten, yep. but one race short. Mm. So, yeah, I was full of confidence around then. And, yeah, it was just bounce. It was just like I remember Todd saying it was just I was riding the wave. Yeah. Uh, but while I was up there, I, was, I wasn't pinching myself. I was just letting it go. Yep. And then, you obviously, you know, a couple bad meetings and you can't dwell on them. Sure. It's the same as the, the good ones. You can't. You know, get above big head about it. Yep. You just got to, yep, this is speedway. It's what I'm here to do. And then on your bad days, you need to also do the same. Yeah, 100%. And um, I, I remember, you know, 
I'd get up early, uh, watch some Speedway, or I'd be doing some editing, and I, I'd, I'd be refreshing the feed, and I'm looking at your results. I'm like, yes, fuck you. <laughs> another three points, another three points. Yeah. It's like, get up. Keep going, you bastard. But um, the last match of the season, uh, we had Gorjov. Yep. Same same team that I had the injury with. Ah, uh, yeah. And I thought, no way. It's like the last match of the year. Like, this, I don't want to finish the year like I finished last yeah, year. Yeah, of course. And, um, yeah, ended up having a crash, same corner. Oh, really? Not the same dude. No, was it no. Oscar Paluk? Oscar Paluk, yeah. yeah. that's right. So, um, yeah, I just, I come in. I was after, they, they, they kept asking us, do you want to water the track? And they were wetting it way too much. And we said, like, oh, if, if you're going to ask us, then maybe this round just let it off. Yeah, right. Let no more water and we'll assess it after the next yeah, three okay. heats. And they've just gone and flooded the track. Yeah, and nice. I, was, I was straight after. Fucking lovely. And I was sitting in second. I went two a second. And then I beat Parluk in the heat two. Yeah. And I had the other best rider in the third one. I was chasing him in second. And I think I just got caught lacking. Right. You know, I, I kind of it was on the third lap. And he, he had a bit of a lead and I just settled for second, mm. you know. I'd instead like chasing. Normally I'm, I'm fighting all the way mm. till the end, but, you know, I was happy to wrap up the two points and I had, my teammate was behind me, so we like it was a 3-3. Three, three. And, um, yeah, I just come in and the back end kicked the out a bit, straightened up. And I remember just had deja vu. I'm just facing that, oh, the no. exact same panel of defence. Oh. And I was just going, no, nah, this, oh. this can't happen again. And yeah. then had a big get off and then. Just laying there, and I was just like, "All right, I think I'm okay." Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, but uh, it was good to walk away from that one. Mm, yeah, hundred percent. Because it it sucks. You, you, I've said said it all the time with you Aussie boys. You're you're doing your thing so far away from home. Oh, it's you know? it's so annoying, man. Like, it's, it's hectic. I I don't know how you do it. And I was saying to Jack, you know, Madsen, Lindgren, Smarsleg, they're all in their backyard. You know, they're, they're doing it surrounded by their family. You're doing it surrounded by your mechanic and your, what, a couple of your mates, and that's it. I'll put my whole year's earnings that Smarzik won't beat Jack Holder around Curry Curry's people. Oh, 100%. If you get, if you get Jackie, yeah. Jackie's crew yeah, yeah, up, yeah. up there, the Holder crew, yeah. mate, I'll... There's no way he smiles. I don't care. He smiles. He can have a 600. Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. In front of his fans at Curry Curry. I'll go one further, Mitch. I'll go one further. I reckon... That Smarzik wouldn't beat Rowan Tungate around <laughs> Curry Curry. Oh, Rowan. He's yeah. the king of Curry. Yeah, yeah, he 100%. L- the way, he, yeah, no. Nah. Even, I reckon Pico, Pico's like, you get Pico's crew up there, he gets fired up about that too. He's, Bruh, for sure. And that's what I mean. These these guys have just got it week in, week out. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you turn up to a track and you've got all your friends and family mm. there. Mm. Like, what, at best we might have a live stream link yeah, in Australia yeah. if your mates have time to get up at three in the morning because yeah. they've got work at six. Yeah, that's it. So, um, you know, they, they get to see the results the next day, but there's no better mm. feeling than racing in front of... I, I remember back well back in the day, in the, in, the, in the mid to late 90s, they had the Series 500 that Tappy used to put on, and he used to get world champions out here, Greg Hancock's and... Tony Ricardson's and, and some quality blokes. And like, could you imagine if there was a series like that happening these days? I reckon the Aussies would put it to a lot of those world-class European riders for sure. Well, if you look back a few years, I think it was a full season in between. And then there was that summer before. Yep. Bewley, Dan Bewley was yep. here. Yep. And I'm not, he didn't do bad, but mm-hmm. he didn't, he was no Grand Prix rider. Yeah. Yep. One year later, he gets a, Wild card with Jackie. Yep. And he kills it. Yeah. But then 
You know, you, you go to Mildura in that 40-degree heat in the summer. Mm, and hectic. I'm telling you. Yeah, those boys don't know what that's like. And and they just – it's a it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Our summer season. And, yeah, it's not – it's nothing like anything in, you can even compare in Europe. Like, I remember our hottest match. Like, I was sweating a bit. And the Polish boys, man, they were, like, folding. Like, they were dropping, like, <laughs> On their flies. deathbed. I'm yeah. telling you, I was walking around, they're, like, head down. They had the towels on the head. Their yeah. dads had the fans on them. And I'm just going, boys, we've got a team talk. Get yeah. up. And they're, yeah. like, like just fading yeah. away. Yeah. And I was going... You're like, fresh off the Aussie like summer, yeah. 28 degrees, man. Yeah, that's... that's, 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 that's it's almost winter. Yeah, it's, it's almost chilly winter. It's like here, a good bro. winter's day, mm, so... Mm. And, yeah, and they, they put them in... You know, first of January, let them do the Aussie series and yeah. washing bikes. Even yeah, it'd kill them. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. They wouldn't. They would not make round four. Yeah, oh, it'd be awesome to say. Unfortunately, it it would never happen. Uh, a, a series down under again is something that I don't think we'll we'll see for a very long time. Do you think maybe depending on how this centenary meeting goes, could possibly get a? I would love it to. I a, would love it. Imagine to. just a Brisbane uh, Curry Mildura. Yeah, it'd be p- p- awesome. Three meetings over, yep. just say, 10 days, yep. two weeks even. Yeah. It's only Brisbane to Mildura is, you know, maybe 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not so bad over th- two weeks. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if we could get them there, do a, the Darcy meeting mm, mm. and the series. Yeah. I'm sure if we could, you know, we've got Darcy's, he's doing the right things for our sport now. Yeah. He's, um, shout out to Darcy. He's, yeah, for sure. If we, oh, I would have loved to have just had him maybe a decade ago yeah, when okay. I was coming through the ranks yeah, and yeah. the promotion you get and the eyes. Yeah. Just like he's, any of his meetings, I'm sure 90% of Europe is looking at the results. Yeah, so okay. yeah, good stuff. Any of them, I'm sure you do a good meeting and yeah. probably phones call on. So yeah, for sure. If we, Yeah, we had that a decade ago. It would be mm. much better for us. But, mm. you know, that's how, obviously, Darcy probably shouldn't have been here. He should have been over there still. Yeah, but yeah. That's what happens in life, and that's it, mate. I think, um, yeah, if he can just keep doing what he's doing, mm. I think we're maybe only a few years away from really starting to. Depending how this goes, I think yeah. this could almost be mm. like this lineup we got could almost Hectic, be your yearly da- Darcy Ward. Yeah, if they can pull it off financially, yeah, and, and it goes well, we can do that again and again. Yep. What What's stopping it from? It'd be, you know what? It'll be interesting to see. It will be interesting to see Dan Bewley and Adam Ellis, uh, Raza. As a Jensen, geez, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how those boys take our North Brisbane summer. And just, yeah, like, it's, be it's hot there, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. they don't, unless you... Muggy. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> I, I, just thinking about it, like, I remember just coming in from each heat and you got your helmet off and, like, it's, mm. your body's just cooking. Yeah. And then compare that to, I don't know, Doily, mm-hmm. Jack. Mm-hmm. They, they do it every year. Mm. For them, it's just... They Aussie. love it. It's Aussie summer. They love it. You know, so I think that's when it comes down to, that's like at the start of the season and end of the season in Europe when it's cold. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not a cold person. Yeah. I yep. hate it. Mm. Even when I first get there every year, the only time I leave my apartment is to go to the gym and then yep. back home. Straight. Yeah, I'm okay. staying. I'm not going outside. Yeah. Yeah. What do I need enough. to go outside for? That's yep. fucking way too cold. Yeah, I understand. So, and for them, they're like, oh, this is like, they've just had minus 20 degree winter. Mm. Minus mm. one degrees is sweet for them. And yeah, I'm just exactly. sitting there going, I just flew from Sydney and it was 36. Yeah. I've left yeah. summer. Yeah. And I've landed in snow. Like, mm. So for them, that's, and that's, this is everything about going to the other side of the world. Yeah. They exactly. have this advantage. And yeah, it would be, how good would it be to have like, uh, we go there for like their summer and we race. And mm. then I know we've got 10 teams here and yep. 
they have like some sort of league here. Mm. That would be cool over. Well, they do that in those lesser uh, speedway nations, like um, France. They have a French league. Yeah, they have. Um, they have like a. They sl- pay good money too. Yeah, they have like, a Slovenian league. They actually pay good money in France. Apparently. Dad was saying that there was a Russian league back in the day. Yeah, right. There might only be 10 meetings. Yeah, but the, it's know, still it's still something different. Yeah, I remember they offered me a meeting in one of the France. Yeah, okay. And if it wasn't just like a 20-hour drive. I was like going from here to Gilman. Yeah, right. So okay. like it... Pretty hectic. And it was the day after my match. So we calculated that we had to finish my meeting. We had 30 minutes to have the van loaded and we would make it there just before the riders' briefing. <laughs> Haven't even stripped any bike or nothing. Yeah, and then straight back into it, and yeah. uh, and we're on again. Yeah, right. So we, we just it's said, like... It's Im- physically impossible. Exactly. And what, you a small break problem with the van, and yeah. you're halfway and you get no money. So. Yeah, exactly right. One flat tire. Exactly. So we just said, uh, any more meetings, let us know, and if yeah. we can fit it in our schedule, that would be awesome. Better say, a bit more notice, please, next time. Yeah. A bit, a bit of fun. <laughs> this was a week before the match, too. Yeah, They're yeah, like, right. do you want to go or not? And we're like, oh, can't, no, not really. Yeah, I know. 100%. Well, mate, you, you, you're looking fit. Have you been training? Have you been relaxing? Are you off the beers, on the beers? You're on the beers today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely, I, when I first came, first month, I just, that was, I didn't even look at a gym. Didn't, yeah. Didn't even look at anything healthy. Yeah. Um, put on a few kilos and just enjoyed catching up with friends and family. But back with the nutrition and dietitian now, just started that maybe one or two weeks ago. Yeah, so okay. Back Training like that because obviously I got more time on my hands this year. Mm. After last year, was I left it very late because mm-hmm. I couldn't really do anything. Sure. So this year I don't want to be like that. I want to have all the weight off by roughly the end of the year and yeah, be down around the sixty kilo mark and then yeah. and then yeah, go back and ready to hit the ground running when I get there. Hundred percent. So what what is your what's your training regime look like and your diet look like in these couple these next few couple of weeks or months? I'm doing a pretty heavy cut <laughs> at the moment. Like yep. I, the we've decided to just try get it off real quick. Okay. And then yep. and then we'll maintain it. So I'm only eating about thirteen hundred calories. So right? I'm like fading away yeah, basically okay. daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a bit harder when I was at work, you know, like eleven hours at work and you yep. you just fatigue over the day. Of course. But Today was like first day off and it was much easier, you know, you got a bit more time to relax. I woke up, went for a run this morning, mm-hmm. uh, come back, you know, done a bit of cooking, ate, ate some healthy food. Um, then, yeah, ended up going to the gym in the afternoon yep. um, after the Melbourne Cup. And then, yeah, and then now we're here yep. and I'll hopefully do the same tomorrow and... Well, mate, you're about to consume 78 calories. Yeah, I've, I've saved. I have on my <laughs> fitness pal. I've got yeah. 159 calories left. Love so it. I can even maybe put down a second one. Oh, <laughs> we might be going for a second one for sure. But no, it's good. Yeah, you, you, in a sense, in footy terms, you've got a full pre-season to to get fit to get ready for next year. And and I didn't want to come home and try just be burnt out for March. Yep. When we go back, I wanted to have that reset and and forget about being fit and healthy mm. and all that stuff. Man, I'm sure I look at the McDonald's sign some days when I'm driving past and I put on two kilos. Yeah, like, I, I, I know it all too well. I hate those people that are just like, don't even hit the gym, yeah. don't even eat healthy, and they're like, good physique. And yeah. I'm just going, mate, you don't appreciate it. Like, mate, I live with one. My missus <laughs> is... Just she's my height yeah. without shoes on. We're the same height. She's like fifty-seven kilos and eats a large Big Mac meal every week. Exactly, and I and hates the gym. 
and it, and she's had two kids. And it's like, how do you look the way you do? Literally, bro. And I'm training like seven days a week on a diet, and I do one slip up or one cheat day, it's and I'm just fucked. like straight into the hips. Yeah, I'm just like, mate. Like we, we always compare to what like she's a like I she's this, and I'm like a can, like a like a coke can, <laughs> or I'm a fucking I'm a meatball, and she's a bit of spaghetti. Like yeah. we're just polar opposites. I don't know how I would eat a chicken and cheese, a small chicken and cheese burger meal. And I would feel like shit and I know that it's not good for me. She'll have a large Big Mac meal and just, I don't know where it goes. A couple of nugs on the side. Oh, 100%. I have no idea where it goes. Yeah, I am so jealous. And I hate it, bro, because like all the, like I've got a couple of mates that are like it or even on the other side, they're just big boys at the gym and they yep. just want to eat. Well, we're going to go for breakfast and get like this. And I'm just going, mate, I can't even eat breakfast today. I, don't, I fast until 10 o'clock. Yeah, like, yeah, that's it. So. 100%. I remember when I was, you know, three or four years ago when I was right into my gym, mate, I was eating so much. But it helped because yeah. I was putting on so much size, you know. And I just, yeah, if as soon as I stopped training, mate, it is no good for me. <laughs> now, I really had to cut down all my food. Yeah. Yeah, it's hectic. I yeah. If only I could have a fast metabolism, oh. but I just don't. Can you buy them? <laughs> if only. Yeah, I'd, I'd be in debt for sure. I'd be, I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't even care what it costs. I'd just have it. Yeah, buy it. yeah, exactly, mate. Uh, you you hit me up the other day. You're thinking about racing some state titles. Mm-hmm. So, is that that would be solely to try and get a UK racing visa? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I haven't got anything here at the moment in mm-hmm. Australia, bikes and that, and. Um, Last year with the injury when I broke my back, I wasn't allowed to race. Mm. So um, it was actually good. I think that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years and years of it, just racing 12 months around, I was kind of burnt out. And um, yeah, it was good to have the break. And I think that helped a lot. When I did go back, I was hungry. Like I hadn't raced for eight or nine months, yeah, maybe okay. 10 after the injury. And um, yeah, and that's I think that changed a lot. So I've I made the choice like I don't want to do any meetings yep and um then yeah i kind of got a phone call off someone and they were like oh we we can lend you a bike for this victorian title yeah okay and then you know i was speaking with one club from england and that's i'd i've i want to go to england like the only thing that's holding me back is the visa and not racing in australia so i said yeah like i think i'll give it a crack and if i can get the top four then Mm. and i can get a club offer then 100 percent i'll be there next year and then that pretty much went on for a week and then I finally got this guy's number and I called him and he pretty much said like, oh, I've given the bike to someone else. Ah, lovely. But then lucky old uh, James Pearson. So oh, been, Jimmy. Yeah, helped. Jimmy, I've been <laughs> been on the tours with him at the New South Wales titles and I'll be on the tours for him at the under-21s at Tamworth yeah, too. Yeah, awesome. So his old man said he's happy to help me out and yeah, give stuff. me a bike so I can try to get this visa because he knows how much James has improved from England. Yeah, and okay. I think that's where I need to be. I sure. think, you know, like I'm racing all those England boys. Yep. A lot of them are in the under-24 league and yep. I'm like, I'm smashing them in Poland. Yep. Like, okay. So I need to get there and I need to yep. do, the, do the race in England. So mm. hopefully I can get this visa in two weeks yep. and then I won't have to do any more meetings. Yeah, that's it. I, um, I've heard Dad talk about it a lot. Um, he, he really applauds blokes like Doily, Emil, Jack, um, you know, Blokes who, who, you know, they say um, the UK, they don't pay as much, so why bother? It's not as professional, why bother? But those blokes who try and go to the UK, it makes them 
better riders. Exactly. They're tight. They're technical. They're 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 narrow straights. They're like it's just it's a completely different ball game in the UK, and it does. I mean, I can only imagine it would make you an all-round better motorcyclist for sure. Exactly, and I've always known that, and that's yeah. the only. What I don't understand is we're supposed to be a part of the Commonwealth. That we're basically in, like England migrated to Australia, yeah. whatever the story. Yeah, and we're the only country that they make it difficult yeah. to go there. Like if you, if I was, if I had a Danish license, yeah, I, I ring them up. Yeah, you want to ride? Sign tomorrow, start the next day. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no problems for these European mm. uh, countries to go there, but Australia, you got to get. They basically are saying to me, if in the I get fifth place in the New South Wales Championship and Doily wins, yeah, Jack Holder second, Chris Holder third, and Rowan Tungate fourth, and I, if I get fifth, yeah, I'm not, You're I'm not, not good, good enough, enough to go to England. <laughs> You're not good enough. You know, like yeah, it's, it's absolutely it? crazy how mm. that theory works. Yeah. So, and, you know, like, a lot of the boys want to come home and do mm. these titles yeah. to race in front of their friends and family. Yeah, so, of course. You know, if they do all these meetings and, you know, we're just missing out here and there, like, it gets difficult yeah. to, to go to the England. And, like, so I'm quite naive when it comes to all this sort of stuff, but, like, is there even such a thing as, like, an ACT title or a Northern Territory title or anything like, anything like that or well, a Tassie title so or something? about two years ago they brought out the Northern Territory title. Okay. Curry held it one time. Oh, right. And it was purely, if you had a visa, you could not race in this meeting. Yeah, okay. And uh, that's when Cookie, I think maybe right. Zach or Ben, yep. one of them, yep. they won it. They got their visa that on that ah, meeting. So right. okay. I haven't heard too much about it since yeah, then. Right. But it was good that they brought that out because it was hmm. just, it was four wasted visas. Yeah, sure. If they don't hold this meeting, then that's yep. four visas that are gone. Yeah, of course. So if they can do that again, that would be mm. like cool because it's just helping get us Aussie boys over there. That's yeah. the only thing that's holding us back. Yeah. And like from, from my understanding though, like I remember when dad went back over in 97 because for the exact same reason, he was world number three in 1990. That didn't matter to the UK. They still wouldn't let him in. So he went over to Germany and he got his visa that way. Yeah. Still don't know what the go was there, but like surely your results in Poland would reflect to the whatever they're called, the UK, um, um like the place that uh, like grants you the visa. Yeah, all that. Surely they can see. Look, he's got a Schmick average racing in the Polish under twenty four league. He's going to hold his own. He's going to earn enough money to be able to survive in this country. What the fuck? Literally, and you know it's. It's so, it sucks because like I'm beaten, like if you looked, I looked at the averages, I finished 21st yep. out of like, it was 60 on the list, but there's like more that maybe didn't do all the meetings. Okay. And like I'm just, everyone that was below me was like in England and we had many Aussies yep. there. We had um a lot of just European riders and yep. I'm just looking through like, yeah, he races in England, England, England. Yeah. Yep. And they're like down in 40th, mm. 50th and yep. I'm just going like. How is it possible that yeah. I'm not good enough to go to England? Yeah, yeah. Or because I broke my back last year and sure. I couldn't ride in the summer. So yeah. yeah. So your your short term plan is are uh, you going to go down Andira, have a spin? Yep. When's that happening? Twenty fifth. So that's only that's only three yeah. weeks away. Yep. Is that right? Oh, like yeah. From this week, this Saturday, it's a fortnight. Yeah. Okay. So I got nothing on this Saturday. Then I'm going to go mechanic for James mm -hmm. at Townworth, mm -hmm. and then the following week we're down. Yeah. Okay. Down at Andira. So um. <clears throat> Are you going to be donning the, the black and pink uh, camo bike or are you going to put your own gonna put your own covers on it? No, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll run the um, the Jimmy Pearson covers. You, would you fit into his suit too? No. Nah. <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, we are like 
everything we fit together. We're oh, like true. we're like twin oh, brothers. Hey, it's funny because like shoes, we wear the same size shoes, yeah, same size right. gloves, same size helmet. Yeah, when I, we lived together, we went to Denmark the first year. I went there. We yeah. lived together, and everything. The only difference is he runs small frames. Oh, it's like twenty five okay. mil shorter everywhere. Yeah, right. So he said that to me, but I had a practice on his bike in February this year. Yeah, because it was my first ride after I broke my back. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it felt a bit different, but like I still believe I can get top four in a state title on one yep. of them bikes. Yeah, and okay. So he said that, and I said like I think I'll be sweet. I just mm. I'll um take my Kevlar and all this part of it. Yeah, yeah. I was on the phone to mechanic last night in Poland and get him to pack the gear bag up and. Put that home. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. He's going to send me um uh me spare bike home as well. Yeah. So I'll have a bike here too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just I want to get. I'll wait for this. See how I go in this. If I can get, I really want to get it done. I'm yep. going to give it everything on this because sure. I don't want to have to just keep traveling around yeah, doing the course. meetings. I'd rather just have a few beers and stay yeah. on the hill next to you and 100%, maybe. Percent, mate. That's that's it. So yeah. I want to. Get it. It's pretty quick. Like it's just come up all in last maybe since I texted you the other yeah, day. Yeah, right. By the way, listeners, I tried to get Logan on the tools. He's um, <laughs> I'm ex, retired. Ex Max Frick mechanic. Oh, no, not and, by any means. And I try. I've been. How many years do you reckon I've been trying? I've been oh, trying a while. About about two or three years. I'd I've say. been trying to get him on the tools, but you know, he's Mate, with got Max, the d- dad I, life. He's got the d- with Max, I changed a few goggles and I put some helmet colors on and I topped up the fuel. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I've been trying to get him in the pits, but. You know, he's got the whole family thing going now, so it's Heck life's it, a bit different, isn't it? Full on. If only, mate, if I was saying, if I was a single young man, I would be jumping in that van and I'll <laughs> fucking go. I'll probably, I'd be going to Poland with yeah. you, I'd say, living that living that life. And, uh, but yeah, so I want to go down Andera and get that one done. And then, yeah, just hopefully I can, I really want to go to England. So yeah, okay. if there's any of the UK managers listening, I'm... Um, as long as I can get this visa in a few weeks, I'm ready to go. Yeah, free Mitchell Clough. Someone sign him, please. I would. You know what? You would look good in. If I had to pick a championship team, for example, I would love to see it in Oxford colours. Oxford. You know why? So, there's something about a, a Lake boy, a Newcastle boy, Toronto boy wearing the green and was uh, wearing the blue and yellow. Well, as we've spoke many times, mm. I think my whole story about. <laughs> Everything I've ever done, yeah, <laughs> but goes back to TW. Yeah, right. So obviously, Dad and TW were best mates in school. Yeah, yeah. They'd wash bikes every after or week, and then they'd go racing. And Dad said pretty much he wanted to have a kid that mm. was like Todd Wilshire, and still to this day he's trying to make me get the white Kevlar's <laughs> and put more white on your suit, mate. And <laughs> like I'm happy to do it, but I but I just tell him you you got to wash them, mate. Yeah, like, yeah. That's if I it. have a bad meeting, I'm yeah, not washing yeah, that's that, it. those white Kevlar's. But and, you know what I like about this suit, that your shirt that you got now, and and all the, even the the jumpers and stuff that you've given me is that's your own person. That's mm, you exactly. You know, like I wouldn't, I would look at you in white and go. That's not Mitch. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the, the MCR, the blue and the, and the gold, that's you, mate. Yeah, well, I went, the first year I went to Denmark, I had blue, the same, but I instead of gold, I had black. Yeah, okay. And I, that was me. And then another few people in Australia got the colours and I hate looking like people. And yeah, I went to right. um, Denmark Yeah. and there was like nine or ten riders who had the exact same colours. And yeah, I, right. I just come straight home and said, Dad, I'm, I'm changing. I yeah. don't want, I want to look 
I want to be that colour where, like, James Pearson. Yep. Man, Very stands I'm out, telling mate. you, if he's in a race, you can't miss him. You know it's him. And I want to, like, I want something similar where, you know. Mm. Even his Daytona boots are, like, flu- like coloured in with a, with a highlighter. No, no, you can buy them pink. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Holy you can get them coloured. And you can see, like, a few have, like, Doily has green for yep. Australia. Yep, And, yep. like, yeah, so he, they're just, um. Hectic. He bought them pink. But, yeah, like, not. those coloured ones, I remember he got a new set in Denmark. We done like two meetings, two washes, and they looked like five seasons old. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So from a, from a distance photo, yeah. it looks good. Yeah, but right. When you're looking up close, they just they and you get your boots are get covered in shit the whole time. Always. Yeah. It's like the first thing that gets hit. Yeah, that yeah. and then up the legs. Mm. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I, I I just thinking you in white. Yeah, it would be sick. It'd be nostalgic. I would love it. But I'd get around it for I reckon a season. Yeah. And I'd, I'd credit it to TW yeah, 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 because yeah. I feel like. If it was, if there was no TW, there's no Mitch Clough. Yeah. If my dad okay. didn't, ha- if yeah, my dad right. didn't have a TW yeah. to bounce off. Yeah. Todd, you listen to this, mate. Yeah. You listen to that. You're, you basically worked my dad to <laughs> to get me to where I am. <laughs> I so. Love that. And uh, you know what he said? If you had white, you'd only do it for a season. You know white's been done for one season, a few times before. Yeah. So Andreas Jonsson yep. ran white for one season only. Pretty sure he was number. Two in the world yeah, I remember when that. he did it. And then I'm pretty sure Peter Kildemand yeah. ran yeah. white for a while. Yeah. Um, and there's another Polish guy who was racing in the Polish championship this year. You know how they have Victor the series? Lampard. That's it, Victor oh, Lampard. Yeah. I, I, that's a, he came out with a white suit and I yeah, was like, right. that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Like it was just, it's it didn't different. look like him. Yeah. But I'd never seen him outside of his club colors right. as a junior. I'd okay. only seen him in um, Motor Lublin colors. Sure. So yep. when it obviously came out, I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. And even um, uh, Mads Hansen wears like gray and black like yeah. it's the closest i've seen to white this year oh, yeah. apart from victor lampard who was this year but um it is something it's not often like, and obviously i get white if you're behind you get covered in it yeah you but know. if you've got a mechanic <laughs> just give you a brush down hey mate sorry about that one yeah. <laughs> i'll take it to the washing machine tomorrow yeah. just get, get the dirt off it yeah exactly hectic um mate take me back to a young Mitch Clough, take me back to where it all started. We've, we've, we've said it a lot on the podcast, you're from the lake, but tell us where you're from. Tell us about your life growing up, where you went to school. Just, yeah, take me back to the very start. Yeah, so obviously I think I was always kind of destined to race motorbikes. I was 18 months old. Dad got me my first peewee with oh, training man. wheels. Uh, they come off when I was three. Yep. Three years, three years old, uh, no training wheels. And then... Had two years of just like, you know, always riding down at the park. And mm. then when I was five, I started racing. Uh, we started with motocross. And then um, we were there like from six in the morning until six at night. And you got like one or two races. Yep. So um, we decided to go to dirt track. Yep. Was that at Lakes? Yep, we yeah, we started yeah, at okay. Lakes. Yep. And then, um, so then we went to dirt track. And that was um, pretty successful. That from five to, I think I was about 14. Yep. Uh, one of... Uh, two Australian championships and like just all we traveled all around every weekend we were racing and um then yeah we got to about 13 14 I went to a 250 yep CRF I got a sponsorship deal off Honda so I had a CRF 250 and I only done about uh half a season Mm -hmm. and I I just knew that this I'd had enough of this and yeah right it was either time to go to speedway or go road racing yeah okay um the road racing scene was obviously going to... We knew straight from the word go it was going to be an expensive route. Sure. So, um, 
I liked I was good at putting the bike sideways already as it was, so we just went down the speedway route and got onto that. And as soon as I started speedway, I just said, "See you later." To, Dad was like, "Mate, we just got this brand new CRF two fifty, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, no yep. more. Give it back." Because it was like you know, it was complete opposite. You know, I was on the two fifty on the dirt bike. I was sitting in the middle of a seat. On the then I'd go to the speedway and I'd need to get forward and yeah it was, was hanging off the side I was side at that young age yeah. where I was getting confused so sure. we just said see you later to that and then stepped up to the two fifty on the speedway mm-hmm. that was pretty successful too I won a won the New South Wales titles and I was ninety nine point nine percent of an Australian champion yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> what up what happened there what's the oh, story behind that down uh, Gilman it was the last year made the gate. Led for one lap, it was restart, and I was like, "No way! Like, mm. I, no way this is happening." Yeah, like, right. How often do you see someone make the start? Yeah, yeah. Again after a restart, and I made the start. Led all the way on the last lap, last corner. Going into the first corner on the last lap, I made a mistake, and then he showed me a front wheel. Who was it? Uh, Declan Knowles. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he yeah. showed me a front wheel, and I tried so hard to shut the door, but. Yeah, it was just too late, yeah. and then yeah, went over the line, and that was the end of that. We went to the world titles um, that year. Was that in Denmark? Where was so that? That was in Poland. Poland. Yeah. yeah. So we had that was at Grujons. Yeah. Okay. Um, we went there, and that whole thing was like a bit of a disaster. I'd always raced this Jawa engine, right? And uh, Gil- Matty Gilmore had the GMs. Okay. And he just won the world titles the year before, so we right. knew we thought. GM was where it was. You yep. know, if I wanted to do it, I had to do that. So we got this GM and during the year, just before I went to world titles, we went over there. And, um, you know, I was having good races with Maddie before we left on the GM. And yep. I thought, this is what I, this is it. Went there and um, had, it turns out now it's an ignition problem. Okay. Um, I dropped the clutch and I wouldn't get any power for about three quarters of a lap right? and then I was from behind so we had one day of practice where we got three practices I went GM GM and then I went to go again on the GM to see if like we fixed the problem yeah and then we were like oh we should give the Jawa a go and then we're like it was just so much we just only thought the GM was going to do it so we wasted our last practice then on the meeting I done one race two races and then I was like the like we I don't, we can't fix this problem. Right. It's not whatever we're trying is not working. So okay. I went, hopped on the Jawa and I went uh, crash and then three three, and I think I was like I missed out the qualification by one point. Right. And if we had went on the Jawa from the start, it yeah, might have been a different course. story. And then, you know, like Matty Gilmore went on to win it. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hansen second. Yeah. Okay. And Jed List got third. Yeah. Another Aussie. Yeah. Yep. And then. You know, all year, like, I beat him at the Aussies. Yep. I beat him at the state titles. Yeah, And just, right. it's over a different ball game over sure, there, man. Sure. Like, we didn't know what, you know, me and my dad did. That was the first time we ever been on a plane. Like, oh, yeah, Yeah, true. so, like, we went over there. Dad never raced Speedway, so we mm. were just, you know, just winging it. Like, yep. trying to go as we got it. And it would have been good if I could go back now, obviously, in hindsight, and take someone with experience sure. with us. And they yep. probably would have said straight away, like, Mate, don't do stick that. to what you know. Stick Get to back what you're on good the, at. Yeah, yeah. Of you know, if I had got through to that Germany meeting, it was very similar to Gilman. Oh, okay. And like, yeah. obviously, I got second in the Aussies there. So, you know, it's speedway. Anything could have happened. I could have come last. So it's you can't sit here and say I beat him mm. for the rest of the year. So, but it would have been nice to see how I went in that final. But 
that's like I said, that's Speedway. And we went back to Grujons a week later, and you know, the, I had people coming up to me in the practice saying like, well, "Where was this?" Like, yeah, of course, yesterday because this yeah. was like crazy fast, mm. like. And I was just like, I didn't have answers. I was, yeah. It was just baffled and, me. And how old were you at the time? 16. 16, right. So it was actually like hard to watch that final like yeah. on a live stream, just sitting there like I should be there. There's yeah. no reason I shouldn't. But yeah, of course. It is what it is. And I just put that behind me and went to seniors. Yeah. And uh, Mick Holder, yeah. he gave me the advice that he reckons he done it with Chris and Jack and that I should have a trade before okay. I go to Europe. Yep. And so, yeah, I hung around in Australia until I finished my motor mechanic trade. Yeah, okay. Light automotive. Yep. Yeah, light vehicle. So once I finished that, then I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then that's when I went to Denmark. And who'd you go? Who'd you do your apprenticeship through? Uh, Cessnock Holden. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. So I did my um, trade there. But I look back at it now, I think, like, so Mick explained it basically, you know, if you have a bad injury, something like that, you've always got something to fall back on. Sure. So it makes, yep. in the long term, like, how close I was last year to this happening. Pin. Yeah, like, and I would have had a trade to fall back on yeah, straight away. Yeah, so, sure. but, you know, maybe it would have been better to go over at 16 and they, like, they teach you from the young age mm-hmm. how you got to do it rather than going over with some bad habits and trying to adjust them. Yeah. Which I feel like I've been doing for the last two years. But yeah, okay. It's definitely, I'm working on some bad habits and every time I get past it, I'm a better rider. So, yeah, for sure. It's good. Yeah right. So you you you've been you've been riding dirt bikes pretty much your your whole child well your whole life, whole es- life. essentially. Yeah right. So you, you you definitely reckon that you were always destined to do something with that. Yeah, something. And it's just ever since a young age, man, I just love the thrill of like mm. high speed. Yeah. On edge, like could die, could win, yep. could be champion, yep. could be nothing. Like mm. that's the adrenaline that you get. Oh, that's like, it, bro. So yeah, it was good to. Yeah, just do that and growing up and miss out on heaps of things. Like we were Queensland, like a lot of school, like yeah, it was yeah. awesome, you know. Don't mm. have to go to school on a Friday, get Monday off because I've got a race yeah, Saturday, Sunday course. out of Queensland. So yeah. That was good. But yeah, no, nah, like I knew I couldn't just do like eighteen years of racing and just yeah. pull a pin now. So yeah, and exactly I and I still right. love it. I still yeah. I'll just love riding my bike mm. and um yeah, I couldn't it's not everyone gets to say they they do that what they love for a job like exactly right i just look at it as i'm just having fun on my bike and i'm getting paid good money to do it yeah yeah 100 percent. i don't blame you at all then i come back to australia and i'm just working like 60 hours a week and i'm going what is this get me back to europe <laughs> yeah i'm gonna score a big point <laughs> get me back year. on this fucking bike <laughs> yeah so do you remember your first communications you had uh when you got what was your first european phone call who was it from and how did it come about Book now, it's book now, it's just over. Yeah, so, or, right. no, so we went to Denmark. Yeah. Went there with PSO. He was going there for the world titles. And yep. I was just going there to show me name kind of yep. thing. Yeah. Um, we were there for two months. Then I signed a contract with Slinger up yep. in, in their second tier yeah, team. Okay. Um, that, I guess, was just from racing. One meeting, they were like, hey, you want to race for us? So, I don't think it was that wasn't too monumental for me. Okay. Yeah. But then I come home. Um and then yeah, um Prezes at Vukniar's just over. Yeah. John Chick. He contacted me and um I remember I was on the way to the Victorian titles and yeah, we we're like kinda of negotiating. And yeah, it was pretty smooth sailing. They were they were good to work with and um, yeah. they they still they've got photos of Todd. 
yeah. in, in the office. So love that story. They they they're blind mind uh they're mind blown to um realize that like dad and Todd are like really good friends. Yeah, and, like, okay. So yeah, when I told them at first, they were like, "What? Yeah. Like we got all these photos of Todd around." That's <laughs> hectic. Love it. Yeah. So he contacted me, and I signed a two-year contract. Yeah. And then um, yeah, that finished last year, and I think I hope I'm going to be going back there. Yeah. Awesome. And you know, fingers crossed, you got the the Victorian state title coming up. You know, if if not Poland, well. If you win this title, then there's every chance that you could get a phone call from the UK. Yeah. Which, well, I got. Why the, not? Why wouldn't they? Like, yeah. look at all your results in Poland. It's 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 gonna happen, dude. It's gonna happen. Well, I got the the Valsina. Yep. Well, like kind of in negotiations now to finalise that. So if like you know for some reason I don't see I don't picture it. Like mm. I've only got one goal in my head. But if I can't get that visa this year, yeah. Then I've still got Poland and Sweden yep. for next year, but. I think, you know, I've got the vision. I've already yep. had a bit of a dream about lifting that trophy yeah, in a few okay. weeks. So there's nothing nothing short of that visa coming, I think. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, have you got anything in the pipe works, in the pipeline that you can reveal? You know, maybe sort of other divisions might be looking for you that you've been talking to. And I will bleep anything out if you want me to. Yeah. No, i got got, um, so obviously Sweden. Yep. We're in talks. They want me to stay there. It's just... We're looking at the financial side of sure. it, and like, um, obviously, I'm not making a lot of money there, but it's an extra race every week, yeah. so it's making yeah. me a better rider, different tracks. Yeah, of course. Lean back as my teammate, stuff like that. You know, yeah. you got to look at, and I'm looking at that as experience, and that's gonna what's gonna take me to the bigger leagues in Poland and stuff. Um, so yeah, I've got a, I've had a few offers in the under twenty four league. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much finalized with that. Yeah. Signed cool. that deal. Um. Second division, Poland, is like kind of in the talks. I want to, I want to go, move up. I think I'm ready to go up and yep. just, you know, I'm, I need to go. I need to do it. Of course. There's no point waiting around. I've got, um, I had a good year. If I look at all the, again, you look at the riders in that under 24 league this year, a lot of them are riding in the second division. Yep. Like I'm beating them week in, week out in the under 24 league. So why can't I go do that now? Of course, of course. Um, obviously I had one club from England contact me. Yep. But obviously, with the visa situation, it was all up in the air. And can you reveal who that was? It was just uh, James from Workington. Yeah. Okay. So cool. yeah, they oh the comets. Yeah. So they're going back up to the championship. But yep. we were just speaking, you know, nothing too serious, obviously. So now that I don't, I don't, if I can get it out of the way, then I know. Rather than waiting till January, yeah, stuff trying to do meetings around yep. then to get the visa. So. They reckon that Workington track's pretty freaking pretty uh, pretty unreal. Yeah, well, I've seen many videos and yeah. like, man, I reckon I'd absolutely kill have it so around there. So much fun! Like, I'd I'd back myself. Do, do you reckon you'd show uh, Connor Bailey the quickest way around there? I think I'd 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 do, I'd do his track record. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> love that confidence, mate. Love nah, it. But yeah, it's just like it's. I feel like it's just pretty similar to the Polish tracks, yeah. man. Like mm. you know, it's big, open, it's fast. Yeah. Um. The one thing I've got on my side is Gaten. Yep. I think that's one of my best. And I've like I've listened to Todd so many times. That I don't think I'm the fastest rider in Speedway. Yeah. But I know that I can get there to the first corner quick. Yeah. And then it's on them to pass me. Yeah. And if they pass me, then good on them. Yeah. Like I know I back myself, and especially as the year went on this year, I like was like putting it in my head, like I, I'm doing it mm. week in week out. Like I started to believe myself and. I focus very hard on my starts this year and I think 
if I can just make the start. And when I'm in front, I'm a different rider. Everyone's yep. a different rider. When you've got clear vision, yeah, um, yeah. So if I can just do the starts, get them, keep keep on top of them, and yeah, I think I'll, like it's hard to pass. So mm. yeah, good stuff, mate. It's um, mate, we're we're all rooting for you here. We're all with you're our boy. You're you're the you're the Toronto boy. You're the two two eight three. You know all these things. It's we're we're so proud of you, mate. And. I could, would love to be over there and see it firsthand, yeah. but unfortunately I've got to sit behind a computer screen and, and press refresh every fucking five minutes. Yeah, well, I actually, like, I want to get see if I can get Todd over there. Oh, fucking good luck, mate. I think. <laughs> good luck. I'm sure if the airfares are covered and what. Uh, oh, just cut him a deal or something. Yeah, there's got to be something. There's got to be something <laughs> that can twist his arm, yeah, eh? Yeah. Like, I know deep down this podcast has got him back in the in the fields of speedway he low-key loves it i'm just waiting for that that <laughs> sweet moment yeah maybe yeah. after a few beers yeah hey, hey todd yeah what are you doing next year mate? yeah see I, I i love watching the grand prix right and um you see people like greg hancock getting around they're still there you see you know jason crump's in robert lambert's corner every week in week out like it's just it's so cool to see these guys are lending a hand to the, the blokes of now. Yeah. You know, the Grand Prix riders are now. Like, imagine seeing, you know, imagine seeing TW in the Grand Prix in the future, you know, you know, helping you out. Yeah. Like, that would just be exactly amazing yeah. to see. Like, obviously he hasn't been around the sport for however many years, but he ain't forgot nothing. He mm. knows everything. So, I just want to, yeah, see if I can try to get someone like, over there, man, they're trying to coach me in a different language. And I got, yeah. I got like, you know, someone translating for me and like, I'm, it's just not the same, you know, if I could, drag someone with the knowledge of tw over there yeah. and even just for a few weeks and mm. you know practice three four times a week and just practice 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 and yeah i think mm. it would help a lot yeah oh 100 percent, mate and it would be an absolute sight like it would just it's for me personally it'd be like you know the the late macquarie boy of the 90s and 80s and it's the late macquarie boy of, of the in, now both in Vukniars. Bo- both at chester hover together yeah. doing it. it it'd be awesome to see mate for the listeners who don't know you also did a bit of bit of <laughs> bit of his hoss boxing <laughs> back in the day mate tell me how you got back into boxing um i was on a young maybe like 13 14 uh one of my mates and we just always talk about it like we want to do boxing just Kind of, you know, keep fit, learn mm. how to defend yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, obviously, there's you're always going to sometimes run into a bad situation. And if you just know how to, like, hold your own, it might be handy. And sure. then it kind of went from that to, like, actually enjoying getting punched in the face and <laughs> punching them back. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I stuck to it. I'd, I was on and off for about maybe five years. Yeah, just, like, okay. and I'd go through, I don't know, like, ten weeks I'd train and mm. I'd have a month off. And then, you know, the... My trainer kind of like, come on, mate, let's have a fight. So I was like, yeah, righto. And, um, yeah, pretty much was hooked straight on. Did, like, a few fights back-to-back. And, yep. yeah, ended up having, like, pretty successful little boxing stint. Yeah, okay. Won a state title and yep. four wins and two losses. Yep. And, yeah, that was pretty cool. And I still want to go back now, like, but just, like, kind of work now when I'm in Australia is getting in the way. But... When you're young, you know, just mm. knock off school and yeah, go right. straight to training. But I definitely want to have another fight because yeah, I lost okay. my last fight. Oh, right. So I won two. My second last fight, I won the state title yeah. in the 60 kilos. And then I went and fought in the 63 kilo division for, yeah, this, okay. for that state title. Yeah. And yeah, I, like I lost that one. So... It still eats at me that like I've lost my last yeah, fight. Yeah, so. right. You got something to you got something left to give. Just yeah, I just need to get that W back. So I'll definitely. I'm definitely not finished with mm. it, but when I come back, mm. 
I wanted to fight on that Wolfie and Leon. Oh, the card. yeah. That was, the, that was it. I was like, yes, this is me. Come Will back. it ever happen? Nah, I think Chestover pulled the pin on it or something like that. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know the ins and outs exactly. I yep. don't know, like maybe it was something. Mm. Maybe find like the financial. Yeah, wanted this, wanted that, or the club. But I think the club might have had some input in it. Sure. And um, I don't think many Polish clubs. Not, I don't know why after the season there shouldn't be no problem. Yeah, like what you can do whatever you want but basically the polish clubs they own you yeah right. you know you go there they own you and you yeah. you want to do something you got to ask them for permission sure. so yeah. it's pretty full on yeah right so yeah they that pulled the pin on that but that was pretty cool you know mm. they were talking that up a bit yeah it was exciting and it happens all the time in the nrl you know yeah, like no fights. no limit put on some pretty good cards yeah and it's like you know whether it's for charity or or whatever like you know could you imagine being in poland and you would see you know Six or seven, uh, six or seven fights, and they're all speedway riders or a speedway rider versus a motocross rider. Exactly, like, it'd be good to watch. Like, and, and it's not serious. You're not trying to kill someone. Like, yeah, you're not you're not the shit out of them. But if it's for charity or oh, something, I'd go pretty close, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you put another guy in front of me, I'm I'm there for one job. You're there to win, mate. It's yeah. just in your nature. But like, I think like why not? It'd be it'd be a really good spectacle. It's just. Like, there's just so much money that could be made from it. Mm. for Whether it's individually for the people that are fighting, whether it's for charity. Yeah. However they want to do it. There's, yeah. there's, oh, look at Wolfie. He's got like hundred and something thousand followers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, the ones that can't even make it to the arena are going to pay for the live stream. Yeah. yeah exactly right. So, like. You, you got to, and as, as much as social media is can be evil, but it's 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 got its perks exactly. as well. You got to utilize um, that, mate. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I think there's would be, and then you know you put them two up the top, so that's going to bring all the viewers, and then you got people like me and the other people that would love to get on it. Yeah. It's putting our name out. Then they from that, then they go to our Instagram. Yeah. Go to our social medias. They start looking at our results, and like yep. you, you never know what like the domino effect from it so. yeah it's just it's one big advertisement like exactly for what six minutes of fighting each other like come on yeah, guys yeah. let's just get it going yeah exactly and you aren't professionals you haven't got this huge knockout power exactly. that's going to damage people it's just and it's the, you got a referee you got a referee exactly right like they, they they pull it up if someone's getting hurt so. yeah 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 for me i don't understand why it won't happen i don't mm. know if maybe someone is asking for too much or right maybe there's got to be something else sure. it can't be that simple that yeah. The club is just saying no, but but by the sounds of it, you still have something you wanna you wanna do another fight. You wanna end with a W. Yeah, and I wanna. The plan is like Wanji Wanji Toronto. Yeah, okay. Like pub one of those. Yep. We get a fight in front on. of in front of all in your front boys. of everyone. Yeah, just yeah. get get the whole rowdy crew down there. Yeah. Get them on the beers all day, mate. If it's in Toronto or Wanji, I'll jump in the corner, mate. Yeah. I won't drive to Wandera, but I'll drive to Wanji. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, basically, yeah, mechanic. Yeah, exactly right. Instead of topping up the fuel, topping up the water. Yeah, exactly right. Pulling out your mouth guard. Yeah. You can do it, mate. <laughs> no, it'd be awesome to watch it, mate. It'd be unreal. It's something that I, pro- I probably... I would love to do it just once. Like, yeah. I've played footy pretty much my whole life. I stopped when I um, got my full-time job in, me, in the pit. But, you know, it's... it's, it's I've just always wanted to just to give it a crack. And I'm not a fighter no. by any But it's, it's different... Being a fighter and doing boxing is like so different on many levels that people don't realize. Like, I remember like you, boxing gave me discipline. Mm. It taught me many things in life. Like, 
just yeah about discipline and stuff like that and like oh it helped me shape me as a person i mm. think like you know you, the uh, the whole discipline thing like sure. comes from boxing and yeah that's when i'm in a boxing gym it's i can go to any time and i'm like lazy you know like i could lift a bit heavier i could run a bit further you put me in a boxing gym there's mm. no way i'm letting anyone unless they're fitter like if they can do it they can do it yeah yeah there's no way they're going to beat me i'm if they're Doing 100 punches a minute, I'm doing 105. Yeah, okay. Like, I've got this, this when I go to that boxing gym, I've got this, like, switch that just flicks on and, mm. yeah, it's like... Would you say that's the same switch as soon as you put the helmet on? Yeah. yeah it's like, when, when I'm on a speedway bike, it's like, nah, there's no way you're going to beat me in the first corner. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to them tapes going, mate. Like, Fuck, I love that. I yeah. love that mentality, mate. That's, that's what I, I go to the tapes and I'm just, like, looking at them going, like, there's no way mm. you're going to get there before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you pass me on the track, then, all right. Congratulations, mate! But yeah, I'm at least going to make sure I put myself in the best position. To yeah, do for it. sure. And I think that's the attitude you got to have. Yeah. Sometimes, and I was listening to the potty with Jack, and mm-hmm. you know, it made me think about a lot of things. And you know, maybe that the, the only difference, like where I could improve this year, is that bit more aggression on the track. You okay. Know? Like, yep. But at the start, I was always I was so competitive. But sure. then you know, maybe just those extra. In the meetings and stuff, talking and like yep. being friendly, like no, I'm there to do a job. Yep. Two hours after the meeting, no problem, we'll catch yeah, up. Okay. But like when I heard Jack say it, I was really thought about it, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, yeah, that's that's maybe that's the difference. You yeah. Know? Like I'm friendly, I'm telling all my team what I'm running. Yeah. I'm saying do this, do that. When I should maybe just focus a little bit more on myself. Yeah. And yeah. Sit down and just catch my breath and don't talk to anyone and go go do it again in the next heat. So. Yeah. Definitely listening to all these potties, and that's what I'm loving, man. I'm Good loving stuff. these Good listening stuff. to these potties with Jack and the, all the other riders that mm. are about to come on, and yeah. just listening to what they do, how they do it, and mm. just trying to take it all in. And you'll, you know, you'll take something from that potty that maybe someone else will take something completely different. But no exactly. matter no matter whose story you listen to, you'll always take at least one thing yeah, from them. Someone might take the part where Jack just said he wanted to see his family yeah or they might this and that but like i took the the whole race the grand prix atmosphere kind of thing and yep. like you know you gotta how bad you gotta want it and stuff sure, like that sure. so and even same with jack like he done the grand prix the first year was not so good and then the next year he just went back with experience yep. i think that was the same with me just being in europe like mm-hmm. it was my first year in europe and i didn't have i had matches where i was here and there i'd done good results yep and then um but over the season, it was not so good. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I just went back this year, and I just, I literally just thought, like, I can beat all these guys. Yeah, there's, and course. there's nothing stopping me. Yeah, let's just do it, and I did it. So. Yeah, no, good stuff, mate. Unreal. Um, couple of questions, mate, that I've always wanted to ask you: Where did number three 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 come from? Well, I, I was always number three my whole racing career. Yeah, okay. So it was Kazo, Paul Kazlik. He ran number three. Yeah. So I bought my first. Peewee, yep. and it just happened to come with the number three. Ah, right. Like, okay. we bought it on, I don't know where Dad got it, but it come with the number three on it. Okay. So, we just stuck with that. Yep. And then, basically, I got to Speedway, and I realized I didn't want to have numbers one to 16. Of course. Yeah. Because I didn't want to have number three all over my bike. If Nicky Pedersen, Pedersen come third that year. so then Yeah, well, then, and then either that or... Tomorrow I'm racing at number 15. Yeah, okay. So like, or I might be racing at number two, which is like the next number. Sure, sure. So it's like, I was like, nah, I want to change. And then at the time, Sam Masters is 33. Yep. And obviously, 
people are going to have the same numbers. So when yep. I went triple three, there was already a few yep. people. But I think Reggie runs 33 as well. Or is he? he 34? He's 34. 34, right. Yep. Sorry. So yep. I like I went triple three and there was no Aussies. That's all that matters. I don't care. Sure. You're in Europe, whatever. Yeah. You're yeah, enough to fight. I don't yep. care about you. So there's a few boys that had it over there and I didn't want to go copy Sam with 33 because yep. yep. like fellow Aussie boys. Yep. So. I'm pretty sure I'm one of the only ones in a show that has triple three yeah, in okay. the speedway side of it, so that's all that mattered. Yeah, and then, cool. Yeah, I just I said I wanted it, and then this guy dumped me up a design, and I was like, "Ooh, mm. uh, yeah." The KD the, mate, Andrew the does Andrew does some yeah, good stuff with the kangaroo. He? Yeah, I love it, mate. So I got that one done, and um, yeah, I was just like, "That's perfect. That's made now." Yeah, fair enough. And I, what what was your opinion, Mitch, when uh, the Grand Prix changed from one to sixteen to? personalised numbers. I don't like it. You don't like it? No, because I just think, like, it was always cool to know, like, one to eight, that's what they finished in the last yeah, year. It's the top So, eight, obviously, yeah. it's always good to have your own number, I guess, like, when they did go to it. Mm -hmm. But, like, I miss seeing number one. Sure. Like, I remember, might have been the last person, could have been Wolfie. Yeah, okay. I think that he actually yep. run, when yep. he won it, he run number one in yep. 2019. Um, I know Laguda was... Probably going to do it. Yeah. Because okay. he had number one all over his bike and yeah. the whole Russia thing of happened. Course. Yeah. But yeah, like, it'd be cool to see Smiles mm. get rid of the 95. Yeah. And run yeah, number one. You know, he's not, he's the best in the world. It was always cool. One, two, three, you know, like, that was them, like, yep. last year. But then in the other sense, you know, it was cool to see, like, Jack, he's 25. Yeah. Whether he. Well, it's your, it's, and the 33 30, 30 for yourself, it's your personal brand. Exactly. You know, like you think of these um, world class motocross riders, like Cooper Webb, he's number two. Yeah. Eli Tomac, he's number three. Yeah. Dungey was five. Like Bubba Stewart was 197. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was no, 197. Bubba Stewart was 27. Wasn't he one night? Wasn't he Bubba not in his early days? Ah. Oh. Like maybe they all oh, been oh, in the womb, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> yeah young pup. Like you know, most iconic one is Chad Reed, twenty two. Yeah. So like, yeah, you you literally you built your own brand, and and like Chad ended up going making his own two two motorsports. So I like it in that sense. But one thing that they did, as opposed to having the number one, was they had the the yellow plate. Yeah. And I I didn't mind. It, it was okay. I didn't mind when Speedway brought in the yellow jacket. Like you were the the rate the, the Speedway European Championship, man. That is cool. Yeah, you got a leader jacket. Yeah, leader jacket, and you wear the gold. Yep. But they should do not each round to round. It should mm. be year, and maybe have um, gold, silver. Yeah. Bronze. But see, they did that in Speedway, when? in in the Grand Prix series. When they did that, when um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a stab in the dark and say maybe 2008, 2009, where Jason Crump come third in the world, so he had number three. But he, all, but because he was leading the Grand Prix series, so no one wore a, a, a yellow jacket in the first round. Yeah. But if you were leading in the second round, then you would wear a yellow or a gold jacket. Yeah. Right. So That's it was only the leader of the series at that time. Yeah. Not the number one. Yeah. So. But no, I, I used to like because Woofie used to always. Well, I think up until about Smarzik's first one, mm -hmm. he he kept it ninety five. Yeah. But um, before that, world champion always run number one. Yeah. Yep. It was cool, man. Like uh, Chris ran number one. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Wolfie done it. Yeah. Um, did Hancock? Oh, I would have assumed he would have. I don't think he did. When was his last world title was after Chris? So seven. thirteen. No, six. No, seventeen. Sixteen or seventeen. Six. 
We're gonna have oh. to. We'll, we'll have to put our heads together after this, and we'll have to do some more research. Yeah, no, I remember it was he done the one after Wolfie. Yeah. Uh, well, Wolfie done thirteen. His fifteen. First? Fifteen. Fifteen was his last one. Yeah. Okay. Twenty fifteen. So right. he, he might have done number one because yeah, back okay. then they might have still had it. But yeah. I, I like it. Mm. I like the whole one to 16. It's yeah. pretty cool. 16 yeah. is the wild card. Sure. One's the world champion. Yep. And you know, like, oh, yeah, one to six, they're the guys that qualified. Yeah. And it was it was cool back in the day in um, T-Dubs era, we had four Aussies in the top eight. Yeah. So we had, you know, I think um, it was Crumpy two, Lee Adams three, Rhino four, and then Dad number eight. So I was like, fuck, half the top eight. Is Aussies. Is Aussies. And it was just cool to see those numbers, you know. Yeah. If it was personalised numbers, you w- it wouldn't have been it's as obvious. In, what, in the top 16. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, well, there you go. 333. Three, three. That's yours. That's MCR, mate. Yeah. Love MCR, it. MCR333. Three, three, three. Um, also, another question. What's the story behind your tats? You're no. not short of a few tattoos. No, no stories there. No? I just like tattoos. And this one was my first one. Yep. Is that Cara Delevingne? No. It looks like Cara Del- Just to me. But yeah, but do you know who Cara Delevingne is? No. Oh, she's a famous actor. Oh, no. I've yeah. never heard of her. Oh, she'll turn your wrist. So Medusa's got like the snake hair, yeah, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. So right. like when I wanted to get my first one, I wanted like that's the Medusa I wanted. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I may as well go with the Greek theme. Yeah. And okay. I pretty much every tattoo I told the tattooist, mm. it's at your own, like do what you want. Yeah. And he'd just whip it up. And he used to love it because he'd have free yep. of mind. It wasn't like, sure. oh, I had to be perfect. And every time he did it, I was like, that's awesome. Love yeah. it. So I got the arm done. Yep. And then I got the foot done. Yep. And then basically. Is that in Indian? Yeah, that's an in, uh, Woman or bloke? Uh, guy. Guy, yep. Yeah, so that's like a American theme that I was going to do. Yep. And then, yeah, basically European Speedway put a halt. Yeah. The yep. cost of everything. Of put course. A, put a halt to the tattoos. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the moment, I'm pretty much every dollar I have, I'm investing back into my bikes. I want always have the best equipment and yeah, yeah. do that early and then get to the better money. And yeah, definitely, my goal is to have my left side of my body tattooed. Yeah, okay. up the center. Oh, true. On no, your back no, as well. No, no neck, but yeah, just right. over, around, and halfway down the back. And yeah, sure. That's the goal. And I, I'm the same, mate. I would love. I would love to keep going, but unfortunately, as it's you, just, just and, that money, mate. And you know, as you get older, more responsibility. Hectic. So, yeah, Wolfie, who done all yours, mate? Oh, they couldn't have been a thousand dollars a day. Surely he's got a discount. Like that, I was getting charged thirteen hundred bucks a day. Yeah, that's hectic. Where but, were you getting yours done at? Uh, the guy they now both work. One done my arm. Yeah, and the other guy they now work at the Black Phoenix. No, oh, they used to work Gates at Black Head. Phoenix. Yeah, now they own their own shop called the Garrison. Oh, so Jack it's Fowler, Jack Fowler and um, Matt Comerford. Yeah, yeah. So I do yeah. follow them too. Yeah, boys. so Matt done my foot and yeah, Jack done right. my arm. Yeah, I, I do like their work. Very good. Yeah. And you like you pay for quality and mm. I guess it's the only thing you take to your grave. So yeah. I was happy to pay the bit extra money and get good quality because I didn't want to go to Bali and just like, yeah, smash a leg and then hate it. Yeah, of course. So yeah, I just did that. Yeah, I don't know what I'll do. I definitely, I think... The bigger pieces, I'm gonna have to go to Bali. I can't be. Yeah. Like this leg, my mate just got his leg done off Jack, and he's looking at like around ten grand. Holy hell! I was like, I can't be dropping ten. No. Who's got ten grand just to drop like that? That's hectic, mate. At least you can go to Bali and you get three blokes to go ham on. Boys, yeah. Just take some take some endone. Don't feel a single thing and just boom. Yeah. That's what I've done with that. When I got to there, everyone pretty much warned me. Yeah. 
And it was around the same time that I broke my hand. Yeah, okay. And they, oh, the doctors gave me endone. Right, okay. And I took two endone and just sat that whole thing through. Didn't stop. Didn't even have lunch. You know, you're going to be disappointed in me, right? I bitched out. And I stopped. Oh. Yeah. I got yeah. my whole arm done and then it got to here and I'm like, fucking stop. And, I, man, I tapped out. Oh, I didn't tap out. I just said, just go somewhere else. Yeah. So I sat through the whole day, but yeah. That foot, excru- excruciating pain. Yeah, like, right. I remember I, I took endone for that as well, mm. but it took five minutes for it to kick in, yep. and I was almost tapping out at five minutes. Oh, true. And I just sat everything sober except that bit, Yeah. and like that foot was just, it's just straight on the bone, yeah, just vibrating, and I was just going, what yeah. is happening? Yeah, and, and you see, like you see Woofie and that, he's got up on his heel, and I'm like, that would just be, I don't know how you do it, mate. I just, I'd like to, if he, and if he'd done it sober, man, hats off to him, yeah, but like yeah, surely yeah. not, surely he's some pain relief. Yeah. Numbing cream. You would assume so. Something. Or he's just an absolute tough bastard. One mate that got his neck done and he um, ordered numbing cream. Yeah, okay. And it didn't turn up. It turned oh, up the next joking. day. So he, he sat there fully sober <laughs> and then like, it might have been next day or a week or very close, yeah. it, it turned up. Is that is that Bailey that got yeah, that done? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, so he got his neck and yeah, I remember he was just saying it was like so bad. Mm, mm. And I, I will admit, my leg was fine, but as soon as... Can't fucking bend me leg like back here. Yeah, same. The fat, the fat, the fl- more like you know, I found with this that was okay. Yeah. But once you go into these like flabbier areas, yeah. a bit more looser yeah. skin, that's when it starts really it hurt. Sucks, man. Like there, yeah, like I actually hate it. Like that's just loose and yeah, no good. But we do it because we love it. Oh, that's yeah. why we do it. Oh yeah, I love it, <laughs> mate. Uh, what? Where do you see yourself in five years' time, say? So how old are you? You're 23 now. 23. So you've got one more year in the 24 league. Yep. Where would you realistically, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Um, I hope by then. I want to – I don't think – I hear many stories, you know, like riders staying in like certain divisions like Poland, second division and for better money and sure. stuff where I want to I want to get to the extra league. I want to go to the Grand Prix. Yeah. And I want to win stuff like that. So I would like to say I'd be in the first division in Poland at least. Yeah, okay. Um, I know I can do it. Like, I know I can get all the way to the extra league. It's just a bit of a process and, and backing yourself the whole way. So I'd like to say I'd at least be in the first division then. Yeah. Um, definitely want multiple leagues. I want to be racing all the time. And, yeah, just I guess that's it really, yeah, mm. working not really working, just racing yeah. and um, yeah. get up to those higher leagues. Obviously, everyone's end goal is the Grand Prix. Sure. Obviously, it's not always a realistic goal. Yeah. Yeah. But um, just enjoying it the whole way, mate. Yeah. And um, yeah, I want to get as high up as you can get, whether yeah. it be the extra league or whether it's just first division. Sure. You know, like, I just want to enjoy my speedway and still be at the top of that league. I don't, I don't want to just go to the extra league and come last. Every race for yeah, the whole okay. season, you know, I want to yeah. be in in my league and know that that's my league. Yeah. So yeah, fair enough. Five years of realistic, I think, would be to be in the first division. Yep. You yep. know, I want to be in the second next year, so that's yep. you know up yep. to five years of being there, and then go up. But yeah, definitely, that's where I want to be. And then yeah, just if I can go like you know England champion, like the Premiership. Yep. Stuff like that, just mm. similar to Doily, like you know a couple of them boys are just doing the Championship and yep. extra league and. And even Sweden, so sure. yeah, yeah. want to be busy and as much riding as possible, and that's the plan. Ah, good stuff, mate. Absolutely love it. Um, just off your dome, who's who's the hardest or the toughest bloke you've raced against? Ooh, 
In what sense? Just like you, you know it's going to be tough lining up next to him. He may not be the quickest, but he's just he doesn't give up, and he like that. But you've actually have personally raced against. Um, there'll be a few in the Polish league in the under twenty four. Yep. Um. That that a guy a junior from Grudron Pludra. You yeah, Casper Pludra. Pludra. Yeah. So yeah. I know I and he finished first in the league. So I knew. The two meetings we had with Grujons that like it was going to be tough. I was close a couple of times too. Yeah, like, okay. you know, yep. I really like wanted it and just a few silly errors and sure. he wasn't making the errors. Um, there's yeah, there's there'd be a few of the Polish juniors, you know, that yeah, were okay. scoring big points in the extra league and yep. you know you're versing them in the under twenty fours. But I think not really any big names. Yeah, okay. I've only been in the under twenty four leagues. Yeah, so. yeah. What about? Uh, Back home here, have you raced against some of our, our oh, top Aussie boys? Yeah, I think I've raced most of them, you yeah, know, okay. but like, and that's just a, oh, actually, I've, it's a practice, yep. but I went to the tapes one time, I had Smectala oh, yeah. inside, yep. I had Madsen yep. on blue, me on white, and Casper Verino on yellow, yeah, right. and I literally went to the Holy tapes, hell. and I was just going, fuck, yep. wow, <laughs> missed the start, obviously, yep. just like, you were starstruck, just like, yeah. boom, and I was like, fuck, that was a bad one. And just, I was just watching them for four laps attack each other. And I was right. just like, wow, yeah. this is insane. Hectic. And they're just pulling like a couple of meters every lap. And I was yeah. just like, wow. Like, but that's where you'll be. Exactly. That's, that's where you will be. And that's what I want to do next year. I want to, like, I've asked the club if I can do more training with the top team. Yep. So if I'm going to the tapes with Leon every week, yep. then who's the under 24 league? They're, they don't even come close. If, yeah, I, yeah, if I can be near Leon. And he's in the Grand Prix. I don't yep. think I'm going to have any trouble in the under twenty fours. Yeah. So, hopefully that yeah the club's pretty good with that, and we can get that sorted and mm. practice with the top team and yeah learn from them guys. You know that's what I try to do a lot of this year. Just yeah standing around Mickelson, you yep. know, the, just watching him. What what are they changing? How they're even just how they're explaining to the mechanic what's going on with the bike. Sure. You know? So I know that oh yeah if that's happening with me, explain it like this yep. and stuff and. Yeah, just trying to soak everything in, man. Just on on Mickelson, you, you know, you know him personally, um, racing with him at Chester Hover. How it, it's it's speedways a funny sport, man. When you see you see Mickelson, you know, really struggling in the Grand Prix. He obviously he's, he's not proud of his year, obviously, but then he goes in the European Championship and wins the whole show. He's he's killing it. He's he's beating Madsen. He's beating all these guys. How how can he be so good? In, in this level and then jump across to the Grand Prix and it doesn't click. What That must be pretty tough mentally. A bit of head noise there. And like I spoke with him a lot all season and I always just try to talk to him as a mate. You know, yeah. I never, I don't look up, let him feel like... You I don't, don't fanboy him. Or yeah, because that's what, and that's what they've always said to me. They, they like the fact that I'm just, he's just another person who rides a motorbike. So I tried... Sometimes to just, you know, only talk to him as a normal person. I didn't want him to have to explain stuff, but it done his head in the whole year, man. He used to, like, he was, every time we did speak about it, he was just like, I don't understand. Mm. He's not changing anything. He's not even doing different engines. Yeah. But just when he got to the Grand Prix, he just couldn't get it done. Yeah, And it was, I think maybe his confidence towards the end started to, like, because he was down, he was just getting kicked and kicked and staying down Mm. where... Hopefully this year he's. I think he's over in America now. Seeing, yeah, he sent okay. me a photo the other day. He was yeah, over awesome. in the states having a bit of forget about the sport. Yeah, so hope, R and R. Yeah, so hopefully he comes back better from that. And then mm. even like you know the, from his seat last season in Lublin, 
was like when he come to us, it wasn't as good as that. Yeah. But you know, it's fresh club, so hopefully he just has a has a rest now and he just comes back and mm. he kills it again. And he kills it for Chester Hover. Like he does. He, he's I think he I think I read the stats, he's in the top ten or yeah. he's in the top oh, 15, 16. 16. 16s, yeah. Like he's 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 not short of scoring points. It and just doesn't click for him in the Grand Prix. And he's beaten all like he like he said, he's beaten mm. all of these riders in the Grand Prix yeah. week in on their home track, on yeah. our track, everywhere in the European Championship. Bro, he's no doubt he's so talented. No doubt about and it. And then just when he gets to that big dance in the GP, it just mm. could be nerves, man. Who yeah. knows? Like, I don't know what he goes through, like a bit of head noise or yeah, who yeah. knows, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, and like Jack said, man, it's a different ball game. Yeah, for sure. And like, you'd, you'd think it's not, but mm. Jack pretty much come on and said the same thing. He said, you think it's sweet, but when mm. you get there, it's different. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's all it is. Jack's mm. just adapted. Yep. Much quicker. And yeah, true. It might take him five seasons mm. if he can hold on with the qualifications and yeah, stuff like of that. Course. And then might it might be just one year like Jack, and he just goes boom, and yeah. he's third. And yeah, we well, never know. Two thousand twenty-four might be Mikel's year. 100%. I still hope it's Jack's. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Jack Doyley and uh, unfortunate for Max to yeah, only get that reserve. He's missed but out, but at least he's first reserve. Yeah. I don't hope anyone gets injured. I will say that, yeah. but at least he. If yeah, anything, anyone gets injured, he's first. Statistics show that a reserve generally has at least one or two Grand Prix. You know, look at and um, if, he can, if he can come in and do a win. Yeah. Big case for next year. Exactly. You exactly. know, Lebedev's got five Grand Prix this year, you know, due to injury. So, hope, fingers crossed. Yeah, Max has a, a good couple of goes at it. Um, all right, last two questions. Uh, I, I, saved, I asked these questions to every guest that comes on. Mate, what is your favourite band or artist? So I was listening to one with Jackie, so I had yeah. these prepared. Yeah, okay. I got two for both. Right, okay. So I'll cop a bit of stick about one. Yep. It's Cursor. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. That's wrong with Cursor. I love a bit of Curse yeah. and Hooligan Hefts. Yeah, okay. So that, yeah, that means... Stuff. Yeah. No effects, baby. Yeah, no effects. No effects. Do it all day. That's it. Um, and yeah, I've always loved Cursor from a young age. Yeah, so. okay. Bit of a curse fan, and was yeah. it wasn't Cursor and Three Sixty they were going yeah, at each other back battle. in the day? Yeah, yeah, I remember just watching that rap battle, and it was like pretty sure that was happening when I was at school. Yeah, I a was long time. Oh, ago. I had a squeaky voice back then. It <laughs> was quite a while ago. Love it, love it. Right, so what's your favorite song then? If you could pick one Ooh. song, I know it's hard. Um, we run the no, oh, no, it's gonna be. You have to say Havana Brown. Yeah, we run the night. Yes, the <laughs> hefts and the remix. Yeah, I love that song. right, okay, and then. Favorite curse song would be oh too many. Nah, tell him how. Yeah, okay. His latest one. Yeah, yeah right. Ah, oh, good stuff, mate. And um, last one, mate. Favorite movie of all time. Two again on that. All right, go. So on. I got Step Brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is in every bloke. Every bloke in our age ish would be like in their top three yeah sure. it's like I, I i swear i could watch it and quote it word for word yeah, the whole yeah. way yeah and then i just find myself doing that all the time and then oh what was that was it i had an action oh no um wolf of wall street yeah okay that's Classic a that's too. just a oh margo margo oh please margo if you somehow <laughs> listening to it i'm single if uh if she's listening to heat one then oh, we're mate, doing we've good. made it yeah we've made it. <laughs> we don't need to do any more episodes someone get this to margo tell oh her I'm yes please come to <laughs> yeah, come, nah. come to cliff Lee. yeah come Mar- to blackwell's park Mar- margo robbie <laughs> yeah they're the two you know it's like different kind of like different vibe yeah you've got your comedy and then you got your no nah, that's 
Nah, good stuff, mate. Love it. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, nah, telling us your story, uh, talking about your year and obviously your goals in the near future. So, mate, really appreciate it. No worries. All right, thanks, guys. Wilcher's got it in the back. Fantastic ride from Todd Wilcher. That was inspirational.